Tez Zayin Amad Aleph, about 10 lines from the bottom of the two dots, Yaseir Alav Amayivriya. So the Mishnah had listed off ways that an Evid Ivi could be acquired, uh, ways that an Evid Ivri can acquire himself. Now, Evid Ivri is literally a Jewish slave, and there's possibility of a male Jew becoming a slave and a female Jew. The uh, different um, gedorim of who or when it can happen. For the female slave, we know it's really her father who can sell her off. It's only happened while she's a minor. And the Mishnah had mentioned that there actually is an additional way for the Ame Ivriya to uh, above the Evid Ivri. Uh, the Evid Ivri, no, but Ame Ivriya, yes. And what is that? Um, that when she develops Simanim. So Siman would be of... Uh, uh, 12 years old, uh, to Shtei uh, Cyrus, I'm Reish Lakish. I firebox Reish Lakish, and I underline the whole next line. This is what Reish Lakish is going to suggest, that Amma Ivriya, Kona Es Atzma, if she is in servitude to a master or father and sold her off, she can actually reacquire herself, Bemisas Ha'av Mirishus Adoin. So she's been uh, working for this guy for a couple of years, maybe she's 8, 9, 10 years old. She gets a message, her father died. Terrible. You know what also happens though? She goes free, says Reish Lakish, because of a Kalva Chaimer. That we're going to set her free from her master, the Misa Sa'av, and we're going to use a Kalva Chaimer. So here's the Kalva Chaimer A and B. A, Uma Simonin, I dot underline Simonin. So when she is 12 years old and has the Shte Cyrus, She'ain Maitzian Mirishusav. That does not get her totally out of the domain of her father. Her father still has control over her, probably for about another six months, but he still has control over her. Yet, if when she is a little girl, she is a slave, might seem Mershus Adoin, 12 years old, she's free. So you see that Simonin, which um, are, are much harder to get her free than Kama Misa. I uh, dot underline Misa, called this B. Misa, this is specifically the death of the father. How about if she is a girl who is, uh, let's say, 12 years old, today Cyrus and her father dies? Would she go free? Yes, she would. Misa, Shemaitzia, Mirishusav, Kama, Enoidin, not all the more so. Shemaitzia, Mirishusav, and that if her father dies, she would go free from the Adoin. Okay, that's what Rachel Lakish wants to uh, use as the logic that if she is a Amivria and her father dies, she goes free. Mesve, put a triangle on this Mesve. be the first of uh, three. The second one is on Amud Bey's, five lines down. Then the third word on the line is Masiv. That's a, uh, second one is going to be brought to us by Rav Sheshes. And about 12 lines below that, first word on the line is Shma Mina. And then it's another Masiv, so another triangle on that Masiv. So we're going to relentlessly attack uh, Reish Lakish. And it's actually a different Amar each time. We're going to start with Hoshia, and then it's going to be Roshashas, and then it's going to be Ravamram. So here we go. Again, Reish Lakish is saying, if you have a girl who is an Amivriya, and her father dies, she should go free, based on that Kalvachimur. So, Maisvei Rav Hoshia. He brings our Mishnah. What did our Mishnah say? Our Mishnah listed off, when you have a Evid Ivri, and you have a Ame Ivriya. The Ame Ivriya has additional ways that she could go free. Said the Mishnah, Yaseira Alav, Ame Ivriya, an additional way from Ivriya to go free. Shekonis Natsabesimonim. When she is uh, 12, got the Shtei Cyrus, she goes free. That's the end of the list. That's the end of the quote of the Mishnah. Ve'imisa, and if it is really true that what Rachel Lakish said was correct, Nisni Nami, there should have been two things on those lists that get 
her anam ivriya free. It should have also had mitzvah sa'av. If let's say she's, I don't know, uh, 10 or 11, her father dies, she should go free. And it didn't say that. That seems to be a uh, indirect proof against Reish Lakish. Well, the Gemara says it's not always when a Mishnah gives you a, uh, a list of things. doesn't list them all. Tana, it taught some that she and left others out, which is a valid answer as long as there were at least two issues that were left out. You can't say that we're going to list them all off and only leave one off the list. If there's two or more, fine, we didn't have a complete list, but you wouldn't leave just one. So the next question we're always asks is, my shear to high shear. Well, what was another issue? We'll say like a third issue that would set her free from servitude that wasn't listed. Well, shear, here's another one, misas ha'adoin. Okay, let's say she's got a master. She's sold. She's like, I don't know, 10 and a half years old and her master dies. She would go free with that. Didn't say that set her free. So the truth is that that would set her free. And also if her father died, that would set her free. The Gemara turns around and says, no, that's not actually a valid point. That doesn't count. Why? Because we are listing in the Mishnah things that apply only to an Amivriya and not to an Evadivri. Is that true? That if the master dies, only the Amivriya goes free? No. And I wrote about Beish Nirza. If you have a man who is an Eved Ivri, and he's been there more than six years, he had the board ear ceremony, he's like year seven or eight, and his master dies, he goes totally free. So this wouldn't be on the list of things that apply to an Amivriya, not an Eved Ivri, because it does apply to an Eved Ivri and Nirza, and therefore Lokitani. So then we're back to the drawing board. If there's only one thing that was left out, it should have been listed. In other words, if Misa Sa'av sets her free, it should have been listed. Well, says the Gemara, another attempt to defend Reish Lakish, Tana, comma, the author of the Mishnah, Davar Kitzva Kitani, things that have a set uh, boundaries and time frame that they take place are listed off. However, a Davar Loi Kitzva, uh, hmm, Simanin. When does it happen? I don't know. Maybe 12, 12 and a half, 13, 14. It totally depends. It doesn't have a set time frame. Therefore, Lokitani. The Gemara turns around and says, well, actually, Simonim might not have a kitzvah on the top end, but they do have a kitzvah on the bottom end. Vaha Simonim, Dainlan kitzvah, Veketani. It did list off Simonim. And it was listed. Amar of Safra. So we circled of Safra's name. He says, Einlan kitzvah lemala, avayesham kitzvah lemata. Right. It doesn't have a kitzvah on the upper end, but on the lower end it does. Disanya, as we see in this following Raisa. Now, it's not so clear. It's uh, really for Sugim Zechznita, whether this Raisa is talking about a boy or a girl. Um, it's talking about one of them. We do a few Halkitanis, but the bottom line is that um, physical changes which indicate puberty have different significance depending on what age they appear. And we're going to see, we're going to just assume this applies to a girl, even though it says Ben, could apply to a boy, but same would apply to a girl. The price goes for about four lines and starts here. Uh, we're going to have three stages. Um, oh, look at that. There's a couple pubic hairs. Are those significant or are those not significant? So number one, if you have a, a little uh, child, again, it could be a boy or a girl, Ben Tesha Shanim, Shehevi Shte Cyrus. Um, okay. Um, seven years old, eight years old. Oh, look at that. A couple of pubic hairs there. You know what it is? It's a shuma. It's not considered It's considered a, 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 a wart or some sort of like hairy type of mole growth, not indication of um, puberty. Comma. The second stage, number two. If the child is mi ben teisha shanav yod echad ad ben yod beish shanav yod echad, like from nine to twelve, 
Ve'oidan bayin, those two hairs are still there, the same ones, then it's a shuma, still a shuma, still no indication of uh, godless coming. Kama. Whereas there is a dissenting Tana, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, Imer, that no, if those hairs have been around for a while now, they would be a simon, that would a, be a good indication that that child is turned into a uh, halachic adult. Kama, number three, stage three, is once Ben Yud Gimel Shonah which if this is a boy, we mean 13 complete years, beginning of the 14th. If it's a girl, we mean the beginning of the 13th year, which we would call her 12th birthday when she's finished 12 years and she's starting her 13th year. Divra Koyal, that's a simon. That's the end of the Tanaic source, and all we want to see from the Tanaic source is it might not have an upper limit, because she could develop these signs of puberty when she's like 12 and a half or 13, 14, but it does have a lower limit. Okay, Masav Rav Sheshis. Rav Sheshis is going to take a uh, shot at attacking Reish Lakish. And again, Reish Lakish was the one who said that a Amivriya goes free if her father dies. No, she hasn't lived at home for years. doesn't make a difference. If she hears her father dies, she should go free based on the Kalvachimer. So it says Rav Sheshis, well, what about this Tanaic source? It's a three-line Tanaic source. starts here. And the question, the point that Rav Sheshis is going to make takes about a total of ten lines to develop. Um, the first word on the line, katani is the end of Rav Sheshis's point. So here's Rav Sheshis. Master Rav Sheshis. He brings a Tanaic source. We'll see a little bit about a uh, little investigation into it further as we get uh, later in the daf, but Reb Shimon Oimer um, when you have a Jewish slave and the Jewish slave goes free, there are certain circumstances where it's the master's responsibility to give the slave when he goes free a nice big financial grant a big like chunk of cash um, so Reb Shimon says Arba, there's four categories they're entitled to this big grant when they go free colon, gimel beish three of them apply to a man Kama, the Gimel Beisha, and three of them apply to a woman. You can't say that all four categories apply to either man or woman. It's three to a man, three to a woman. And the reason is because one of the four is Simanim. That doesn't send a male Eved Ivri free. Not at all. It does by a Amivriya. Kama, the Ritzia. Beish. There's also uh, Isha, there's no concept of if a woman wants to stay on longer, that you take her to the doorpost and bang a hole in her ear, that, that doesn't apply, that's only to a man. Okay, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Now, the Im Isa, says the Gemara, and if it's really true, I guess it's probably Rav Sheshis bringing out his points, if Rav Lakish is correct, then you should have another one on this list. Nisni Nami Misas Av. That, didn't Rav Lakish say that if her father passes away, she goes free? And we don't see that on the list here. Vichitema, I underline this Vichitema. One line later, there's another Vichitema, I underline that. Two lines later, there's another Vichitema, I underline that. So three times the Gemara is going to try to answer this and turn right around and say that's not a good answer. So again, if it's really true that Rosh Lakish said, that Mises Av sends an Amaivriya free, should have been on this list, and it wasn't. Vichitema, and if you want to try to say, well, actually, uh, this list is incomplete. Hachanami, it's a Tanavashir, that's not going to work over here. You know why? Because Tanavashir works when you're given a list of, let's say, one, two, three things. So you could say that there were some things left off. But how did this Tanakh source start? It had a number. Rib Shimon said, Arba Manikin Lahen. Vaha, one word in right angles, Arba Katani. Four, that's pretty clear. That's four and not five. That's four and not three. That, that, that's pretty clear. So you can't go with an old Tanavashir approach. Vichitema. 
let's try again. If you want to answer, well, right, but the list of things is listing off a certain category. Tana, here's a phrase. Only things that are have set boundaries were listed, but things that don't were not, and that's why Misav isn't, because we don't know when the Misav is going to happen or not happen. That's not true either. Turns around the Gemara and says, Simanin. Simanin is one of the ones on the list. Ve'enlahen kitzva. When is Simanin going to happen? I don't know. Maybe at 12, 12 and a half, 13. And yet, Vikitani, it's listed. Okay, so that's not going to be a good answer. Vikitema, the third Vikitema. And if you want to say, Hachanami Kedirav Safra, like Rav Safra had said in the previous Amud, well, Vahayikamisas Adoin. If you want to say, Rotor Safra say, well, it doesn't have a upper limit, but it does have a lower limit, but you have the Misasa Adain, which that doesn't have any kitzvah. When's Adain going to die? I don't know. He might die. He might yes die. He might not die. Well, now we're kind of stuck because what would Reish Lakish do? Why is Misasa Av not in this list? Well, the truth is, Misas Adain Nami Lokitani. That Misas Adain really shouldn't be in this list at all. Well, then how do we get to four? If you don't have the Misas Adain as one of the possibilities, how do you get to a total of four? Ve'ela, so the sun says the Gemara. Arba, I put the Arba in right angles. Mainihu, where are the four cases where a slave who left is entitled to a grant? And here they are. Number one, Shanim. The years are up, six years are up. He goes free. He gets the grants, this Evedivri. Number two, Yovel, when the Jubilee year comes and frees the slave, goes free. Number three, and this is a different category, Yovel shall Ritzia, that after a nearest has been done. Remember we had the Havamina that maybe the guy who had his earboard wouldn't go free on the Yovel? No, he also goes free and he gets the grant. And number four, Amaivria, if it's a female slave, Jewish slave, Bessimanin, who's leaving with Simanin. Those are the four things. Okay. Well, hacha nami mistabra, that not included in this list is misas adon. I didn't see misas adon anywhere. It actually makes sense to say that. Dikatani seifa, because here is the, just a requote of the last two lines of the price we had up above. Put right angles in. You can't say if you're dealing just with the male evidivri, there's four, because there's not, there's only three. Or the female you can't say this focus is only three. So that means it's only three by an ish. And there's no boring ear ceremony by the woman. And if it is really so that Misas Adain is one of the four things on this list, you would have four when it came to the Amivriya. That indeed it's not including that. Period. Masiv Rav Amram. So the Gemara brings a, a third attempt to question Reish Lakish. And it's going to be very similar, at least in structure, to the previous attempt of Rav Sheshis. This is... Uh, did we mention in the Brysa before what the list of the three or the four was? In the Brysa itself, we explained afterwards. Here is going to be as clear as can be black and white. This Brysa Rav Amram brings. Two-line Brysa. Says this Brysa, Ve'elu! I underline the word Velu, and these, which sometimes implies these and not others, but these are the Jewish slaves that when they go free, they're entitled to a nice big financial bonus. Number one, Hayosib is Six years are up, slave goes free, gets a nice bonus. Number two, Yovel, 
Jubilee year comes, goes free, gets the bonus. Number three, Misas HaAdain. Okay, if the Adain passed away. And number four, Ama Ivriya Besimonin. Those are the four. That's the end of the snake source. Ve'im Isa. Well, if Reish Lakish is really correct, didn't Reish Lakish tell us in Amad Aleph, we even firebox's name, that there's a, another uh, category that goes free, which is by the Mises. Ah, Ve'im Isa, if it's really true that Reish Lakish is correct, Kama Nisni, in this list, it also should have included Nami also, Mises Av. And the Mises Av ain't there. And like we did before, we'll have three vechitemas. One over here, I underline this term vechitema. One line later, I underline the uh, words vechitema. And two lines later, I underline the words vechitema. So three times we're going to try to give an answer, reject it. Give an answer, reject it. Give an answer, reject it. Here we go. Vechitema, if you want to say that, oh, this Tanaic source is listing off Tana this year, which is where some things are listed off in the list, some things are left out. That can't be, because Vaha, one word in right angles, Elu Kitani. It says these. When you have a Mishnah or Bryce that starts off these or gives you a number, means usually these and not others. Okay, so that's not a good approach. If you want to try to say, well, Davashesha Kitzva Kitani, things that have set boundaries of when they will happen, like the end of six years, that's the end of six years, Jubilee year. That's Jubilee year. It doesn't doesn't vary. Well, Davashain like Kitzva, things that don't have a set time Lokitani. But that's not true. One of the things in the list was Vaha Simanin. De'ain lahen kitzvah ve'kitani. Simanin was in the list. When's she going to get those uh, state Cyrus? I don't know. Maybe at 12, 12 and a half, 13. Ve'chitema, third attempt, if you want to say, well, ha'chanami, kidder of safra, doesn't really make a difference that she might get them at a, a, a age at 12, 13, 14. There's a lower end, which does have a, a set limit. Ha'ika misas adain. Okay, well, what about the misas adain? When's that going to die? I don't know. He might die, he might not die. In which case, this actually is the death blow to Reish Lakish. Tiyuvta, should we say this is Tiyuvta Reish Lakish? Tiyuvta, indeed it is. There's not too many sogis then like that, but this is the Tiyuvta Reish Now, Reish Lakish, he knew every mission. He basically called it Tarkul, but I don't know if he was aware of this Bryce that Rav Amram brought. Um, I assume he wasn't. Otherwise, he wouldn't have had his uh, shita. Did Reish Lakish just give us an opinion, or he also gave us some logic to back it up? We have some logic. So then the Gomorrah now says, okay, fine. So we refute Reish Lakish, but Vaha Reish Lakish, Kalva Chaymer Amar, he had a certain Kalva Chaymer logic to back himself up. True, says the Gomorrah, but sometimes Kalva Chaymer is a little bit weak, and Reish Lakish's Kalva Chaymer was a little bit weak. Kalva Chaymer Pricha, like from the word Pircha, it was an easily shlug upable Kalva Chaymer he. Why? Mishum Deikala Mifrach. What was the whole Kalva Chaymer based on? The, the Simanin, well, really you have two totally separate human beings. There's a human being who's this little kid, and then they develop proper uh, Cyrus pubic hair as an age, and now they're like an adult. That's almost like a, a, a new or a different person. Mala Simanim, Shanishtana Haguf. That's an actual physical change in the body of the slave in question. Toimar, could the same be said by something which is much further outside and removed from the issue? There's been no shinui haguf in the person itself, as opposed to where the, the physical being of the evid itself, whether it's a evid ivri or amivriya, is actually changing. And therefore, there is a kalvachimer there, but it's kind of a weak kalvachimer. Period. Tani chada. We have uh, one Tanaic source, goes just over a line. I call it the number one Tanaic source, and we're going to have a number two one shortly afterwards. Here's the first one. Tani chada. 
Anak Eved Ivri. Okay? Big financial windfall. Who gets it? Whose bank account does it go into? Well, Anak of the Eved Ivri, Le'atzmoi. He keeps it. We'll see who we might be giving it to. I don't know, but he keeps it. Kama, the Anak of the Ama Ivriya, who gets her uh, big financial grant, Le'atzma. And I don't underline Le'atzma. Okay. Who you think might get it in her case? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Okay. But uh, and this price is very clear. The slave itself, male or female, they get it. Tanya Idach, another Brysa now. Call us the number two Brysa. This one goes for about a line and a half. And, um, hmm, seems to say maybe a little bit different. A, the Anak Ama Aivria. When Amivria goes free and gets this big financial windfall. B, Umetsiyasa, she's walking down the street. Oh, look at this, a Rolex watch, no Simonim. Someone like scraped off, I guess, the serial number or whatever it is. She finds something. You know who gets it? Lavia. Her father gets it. I daughter on Lavia. Ve'en liraba elaschar betela bilvad. As far as the mitzias, um, he's only going to be entitled to um, the amount of time it took her to take care of this lost item that she found. But her her daddy gets it. Okay, that's the end of the snake source. So forgetting about the eved ivri, dama ivria. Does she get to keep her big uh, ha'anaka or it goes to her father? So, my love, should we not say that it depends what's setting her free? My love, ha, the second Tanaic source where it's going to her father is the nafka be simonim. Why is she going free? Because she's an adult now. She's 12 years old. She's got the Shtay Cyrus. And the number one price, which says that she is depositing that large grant into her bank account, is the nafka law. You know why? Because her father died. So her father died. So, yeah, we'd go to her father, but he's dead. And then, what does this do for Reish Lakish? Reish Lakish is happy now because this reinstates Reish Lakish. Remember, Reish Lakish was the one who said that she's going to go free if her father dies. And this would be an indication, oh, there might be a case where if her father dies, she would go free. Gamar says, as much as we want to try to um, resurrect Reish Lakish, it ain't going to happen. Low. Kama, EDVED, both the number one Brysa and number two Brysa, Denafkala Basimanim is where she is going free because she's developed Simanim. Veloikasha, it's very simple. Is she got a father or she doesn't have a father? Ha, where it's going to go to the father, is the Issei Lav. She still has a father. So she's going free Simanim 12. By the way, in general, does the father have rights over the girl when she's, say, 12 and 3 months, 12 and 4 months? He still does. It's only when she's a full boy Garris, he doesn't. So she goes free at 12, gets this big grant, and it goes to the father. Whereas Ha, the number one Bryce, which is she keeps it, she's also going free with Simanim at 12, and her daddy ain't around. He's dead. Delay say le av. Period. Gumar has a little bit of a question. Uh, who in the first Tanaic source did we say keeps their grant? Nama Ivriya and the Eved Ivri. Okay, fine. Bishlama, so the Gemara says, about a five-line point that the Gemara brings out this question. I squiggle underline the Bishlama, and three lines later, the last one in the line is Ella. Bishlama, by the way, included in this list was uh, that Bob, when he gets his paycheck at the end of the week, keeps his paycheck. And Marsha, when she gets paid for her services, keeps what's hers. That's obvious. When you have something that's coming to you, it's, it's yours. So Bishlama, that the Anak of the Amivriya goes to her. Who might you think otherwise would get it? Why would you think she wouldn't get it? Well, actually, Lemute Achen. 
to exclude the brothers. Her brothers did Sanya. Uh, here is a Tanaic source which indicates as to maybe why you would think that. Says the Tanaic source goes for about two and a half lines. Uh, it sounds like if uh, you have a man, he owns some Jewish slaves, some non-Jewish slaves. The non-Jewish slaves are bequeathed to his sons after him. So he dies. What happens to the non-Jewish slaves? They go to his sons. The diuk is Oisam Livnechem. The Leroy and Tyrone, who are slaves owned by the father, father dies, they go to the sons. Velo, but not Benoisechem The father has all sorts of rights over his daughter, but that doesn't go over to the brothers. Mikan The various rights that he has, because he has a daughter, if he pops off, that does not get transferred or bequeathed to the son. So that's why you'd have to tell me as far as the Amivriya. Ella, I squiggling on the Ella. That you have a full-bodied male slave, who's by the way, is an adult, because by definition he has to be an adult, and he goes free and he gets a big grant. Cheetah that he keeps it. Who do you think is going to get? Like, of course he would keep it. Well, says Rav Yosef, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. Or, the way the Gemara says that, Amar Rav Yosef, and Rav Yosef, Yud Karas Chazina Hacha. Yud teeny little letter turning into a karas is like a karta like a whole village do I see over here basically that the issue is not such a big issue you're turning something that's insignificant into something significant and Abaye explains Abaye who underlined Amar Hamani who is this that has to tell us that the large financial grant that the Evadivri gets goes into his bank account it's actually Tutti have we had Tutti before? The Amora, the name Tuti, here he is. Tuti who? What does Tuti say? Desanya? I don't know how many times Tutoy appears, but here's a little Brysa. Tutoy Oimer? Ever hear of somebody uh, going into debt? Yeah, many of us go into debt. What happens when this Evan Ivory, who might have people he owes money to, gets this big financial grant? Can they come and say, uh, <coughs> actually, uh, uh, you could give it to me? Uh, no. Tutoy Oimer, low? It goes to him? It goes to the. Evid Ivri, the Lola Balchoyvoy. Balchoyvoy, the Evid will have to take care of on his own afterwards. But the actual large chunk of cash goes straight to the bank account of the Evid Ivri. Okay, that's oh, the end of that. I that he's an Evid Ivri because he, he had, he, had uh, um, he, he was in debt and someone paid for his debts to get it. So why would he, why would he still have these debts? Um, other debts maybe? He like going to Vegas once a year or found himself in but the bookie, you know, of, uh, the uh, college uh, basketball playoffs, <coughs> Final Four. Who knows? Yeah, he, he had debts. But bottom line, the people, even if you write for those the money to them, they cannot come and get that money directly from the master. Gufa. <coughs> Go back to a Bryce we saw earlier and elaborate a little bit on it. This one is going to take us about five, six lines. This is the list of those who are entitled to a grant. Hayotse, that would be a slave who left Bishanim because the years are up, six years. Number two, Beyovel, the Jubilee year came. Number three, Misas Adain, the master died. Number four, Anama Ivriya, Bissimanim, when she developed uh, uh, signs of adulthood. Kama. Here's, though, a list of those who would not be entitled to a grant. Aval Bayreach, if the guy skipped town, ran away. Or, number two, Beyotse, Bibigiroin, Kesef. Hey, uh, Master, I'd like to buy myself uh, out for the remainder of years. Those two ain't money in the hand. They're not entitled, when they go free, to a uh, grant. Rabbi Meir, I boxed Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir, 
he agrees with one of those. He says, if the guy ran away, ain't manikim loy. But Yosebe Giron Kesef, just because he was able to buy himself out a little bit early by paying some money, yes, manikim he is entitled to the grant. Rib Shemin, who we bought Stoimer, Arba Manikin Lahen, there's four that get the grant. Shlesha Bish, Shlesha Bisha, three with the man, three with the woman. Viata Yachaloimar, Arba Becham Lahen, you can't say, we, we saw this by the way up above, you can't say that there's four that apply to any one gender, Lefisha Ain, Simon, and Bish, because that uh, two pubic hairs proper age doesn't apply to a male, and there's no Ritzia, there's no boring ear ceremony for the Isha. Okay, that is the end of the Tanaic source. We've seen most of this already. Minahani Mili, the Gemara now asks, well, where do we know that from? Answer, Ditan Rabbanon. That which is brought in the following Brisa, which goes to the bottom line. Okay, now, when you look in the Chumash, do you remember anywhere where it talks about uh, the Eved uh, getting the grant? Yeah, where is that? That's in the context of a regular Eved Ivri who's sold at the end of his six years, he goes free. And we're told that the master is supposed to give a grant. So Yachal, I might think, Lo yumanikin this whole granting only applies to a typical Eved Ivri who's leaving at the end of six years. Kama, Minayin the rabbis, how do you know include also in this list of who's entitled to a grant? A Yovel, if he's even the Yovel, or Adoin, or Amin how do you know to include these other ones that they get the grant? Well, Tamaloimar, to that the Pasuk says, Teshal Chenu, thou shalt send him. And when you send him. And that's an extra ribui to include other types of sendings away. Not only when the Jewish slave is leaving at the end of six, but even Yovel, or the Mises Adam, or the Amir Okay, does that mean any situation where any Jewish slave is no longer in servitude? Would also be entitled to the grant. Yachol Shani Marbal also include that they get this big grant, a Bayreach, one who ran away, or a Yotzebik Yuron Kesef, or one who paid the remainder of their time there, they paid to get out. Tamaloimar, no, because the Pasuk says a limitation here. V'chi seshalchenu chavshi me'imach, from you, it has to be sent away from you, not that the guy skipped town at night, or the guy comes in with a big smile on his face and an attache case of $100 bills, I'd like to buy myself out. Me, it has to be specifically the case, sheshiluchoy me'imach, somebody who's sent away from the master, by the master, yotza, the exclusion of a bayreach, if you ran away, or yotza, big yurong kesach, shein shiluchoy me'imach. Reb Meir, I remember I boxed Reb Meir, he said, we saw this a few lines ago, but he pipes up again here, bayreach, if you ran away, ain't manikin loy. Why the ain't shiluchoy me'imach? Because he wasn't sent away from the master, he ran away. Afal yotza, big yurong kesach, if he had left because he was able to buy himself out part of his way through, that would be included because, uh, listen, what does a master do? He might like it or not like it. He takes the cash and says, okay, you're free. In other words, he is being sent away by the master. Okay. Now, one of the things on the list that we mentioned already a few times was this guy who ran away. So let's say he's supposed to be there for, I don't know, uh, six years, and he runs away part of the way through. We said he's not entitled to the grant. Duh, of course not entitled to the grant. He didn't serve his whole time there. Bayreach asks the Gemara question mark comma. Hashlama boy. He has to finish his servitude. Like, of course not going to get his grant before he finishes six years. Now, if he does come back and he finishes the rest of his term, then he will get a grant. So who's the Bayreach that we're talking about? Bayreach, Hashlama boy. Disanya, like we see in the following Brisa, which takes us to the first line on Yudzayin Amadalev. How do you know if a slave ran away? That really, he should go back and he should complete his servitude. Well, Tamalaim, the Pasuk says, Sheish 
shanim ya'avoid. Six years. Now, normally that's six years straight. Let's say you ran away in between. Well, go back and finish your six years. Now, as you have a sentence or a term of six years, you finish the six years. Is that also, let's say he got sick during the time that he was a evidi, that that wouldn't count? No. There are certain circumstances where he would be counted as time that he was an evidi, even though he wasn't fully able to do what he normally could do. Because the puzzle says, it's a. On the seventh year, he goes free almost like no matter what he was able to do during those six years. So what do we see from here? The Bayreach, one uh, ran away, he has to finish his term. And then when he finishes his term, he is entitled to the grant. So who's this Bayreach? Answer the Gemara, Amar of Sheshes, Hachava What is the case in the uh, previous question source? Kagayin Shebarach, imagine the slave runs away and he's, I don't know, sitting in a bar a few days later and they say, buddy, did you hear the Jubilee year is here. Oh, that's very interesting, because what would have happened if he was still in servitude? He'd be free anyway. Upaga Bayoivel. Oh, you might have thought to say, well, listen, since if he was still in servitude and he would have had the Yovel year come, he'd be set free anyway, and entitled to a grand but you can call it a It's just sort of like a God imposed the Jubilee year. They all go free anyway. And maybe you would think to say, don't consen this slave. Like, he's a little bit dense. He should have just stuck around and he would have waited a little bit of time and been set free anyway. And give him the grant. Kamash Milan, no. If you are in servitude to your master when the Jubilee year comes and frees you, then you're entitled to the grant. Not as silly as an idea might have been if you ran away a few days or weeks before and then the Yovel year came, you would not be entitled to the grant. That's the case. Amar Mar. Go back to something we had said earlier. One line quote. Right angles. So you might think if the slave got sick, sort of like part of the time, that he wouldn't uh, get the uh, grant? No. Seven year, meaning you did your six years as much as you could, you go free and get the grant. Um, now that's something. Imagine if you bought a slave and the next day he's got corona and then he's got laryngitis and like you can't really do the entire six years what a slave normally would do which would be sort of hard work so ask the Gemara even if this Evadivri was sort of like not able to do what he should have done all six years to intelligent grant that's just not the case because we have a Bryce that goes for a line and a half clearly indicates otherwise says the Tanaic source he was sick for three of the years and worked for three he does not need to make up any time. He's considered as always served his six years. However, if he was like really not in good shape and he was sick all six years, he's got to get better. If he gets better, then he's got to work six years. Okay, so that's clear that if he was sick all six years, then he has to still make up another six years. So Rav Sheshis explains that the case is that they're sick and then they're sort of sick there's where like you can't be out in the field all day but you could still do I don't know needlepoint or sewing or something like that that's what was going on okay but we do have an intrinsic difficulty within the Brisa itself that we just quoted Hagufa Kasha colon Amris on the one hand the Brisa said if he was sick for three of the years if he worked for three of the years he doesn't have to make up any time basic diuk how about if he was sick for four of the years 
Ha, I double underline the word ha. Arba, if he was sick for four of the years, apparently chayv In other words, when does he not have to make things up? When it was three of the years. But more than that, let's call it four years, he would. Kama. Okay, well, let's look at the seifa now. Ema seifa. Here's a five-word quote of the seifa. Chala kol sheish chayv If he was sick for all six years, then he does have to make up the time. Would the diuk be there? Ha, I double underline the word ha. If he was not for like all six years, he was sick, but only let's say four of those years, the diuk would be ein chayiv lahashla. So bottom line, if let's say he was sick for four out of the six years, does he have to be mashim or not? We have contradictory diukim, whether you're going from the ratio of the seifa. Answers the gemara, no, there's not contradictory diukim. You have to understand it like this: hachi kaamar. This is a re-understanding. The ratio is dafka. If he was sick for 50% of the time or less, he doesn't have to be mashlim. Let's say he was sick for, I don't know, uh, 63% of the time. Chala, four years. Naasa, we make it kimi shechala kol sheis. It says though, and then you read into the safe, he was sick all six years. Bottom line, more than 50% of the time, not able to do what you should have been doing, you have to make up all of the time. Tan Rabbanon, we keep talking about this big financial windfall. You might be thinking to yourself, how big is big? Like, how much money is uh, supposed to be given? So, three-way machlekes. Brysa goes for four lines, starts here. Kama ma'anikin loy. How much is the Evid, when he does go free, he gets his grant, how much is he entitled to? Well, chamesh sloim, five selas, mikol min min. There's a pasuk there that talks about uh, uh, different uh, things that you would have in your possession, which you would grant to the uh, Slave like tsaincha, garancha, ikvecha, um, sheep, your granary, your wine. He gets five sellers worth of each one of those three. Shehain, which is a total of what's three times five? Quick, anyone? Fifteen. Fifteen, right. Yeah, and the price tells us. Shehain, chameshas rest slime. It's a good thing the price told us that because we might not have learned our times tables. And <laughs> I know, Diva Rabbi Mayer, I box Rabbi Mayer. Rabbi Yehuda is the second of three opinions. I box Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda has a larger number. Rabbi Yehuda, Shleishim. You know what he's entitled to? 30. Kishleishim Shalevit, which would correspond or be similar to the 30 that we find by a uh, Evid if a uh, shore uh, Muad damages an Evid and kills him. How much is the uh, person have to pay? 30. So that's what he gets. And Rab Shimon, who he boxed, says even a larger number. Rab Shimon, Aymer Chamishim, 50. Kechamishim Sheba Erechin. When you go to the um, value assigned, the Erech value assigned to males and females, the highest is the male and working age, and that would be uh, 50. So he's entitled to a grant of 50. Okay. The Gemara now goes over each one of these three opinions, Mayor, Rebuda, and Reb Shimon, and gives us the background of how they got to what they got to. So Amar Mar, we quote the first opinion, right angles here. Uh, what I did is, the, one line later, it has, uh, we'll see Reb Mayor's name, so let, let's put the right angles in. Chamesh Shloim, he called Min Vimin, five selahs from each one of the three Minim. Shehem, which is Chamesh Esra Shloim, 15 selah. Divrei, and now I diamond Rabbi Mayor. And the reason I demonstrate mayor is because uh, 10 lines later, directly below is Rabbi Yehuda. That's where we quote him. I'm going to diamond Rabbi Yehuda. And seven lines later, first word on the line is lay. And the third term on the line is Rabbi Shimon. Well, diamond Rabbi Shimon. So these are the three Tanaic opinions. The Gemara is going to give us the uh, 
the background to each one. So Ramir was the one who said, a uh, slave goes free, the one who gets the grand, how much did he get? He gets 15. That's five sellers times three. Uh, three times five, 15. First question the asked is Rabbi Meir. Minyana aslash minan? He told me he gets three different types, and he told me he gets five for each one. We know 15. Why do you have to tell me that it is 15? Well, actually, there's a chiddish. The chiddish here is Hakamash Milan. Can you give him less than 15? Can you get away with giving the slave like 14 or 13? No. Mifts are less. Who delay mifts are lay mahai minyana? It can't be less than 15. However, do you have to give him five from the garin, five from the tzon, and five from the yekev? Actually, you don't. As long as it's a total of 15, v'i batsarle michad mina. Let's say you give him four worth of sheep. V'tafile michad mina, but you give him six worth of grain, and in the total he's getting 15, leislan bav. That was the purpose of saying 15. As long as it's a total of 15, even if the it's not exactly five from this, five from that, five from the other, that would also work. Okay, now, why five from each mean? Where did he get that number? Why five? Why not three? Why not ten? My time at the Rebbe Mayor, question mark. Well, he has a Gezeira Shava, which he learns. By the way, there's a beautiful Rashi over here. We say it all the time, but Gezeira Shavas, you take a word in this uh, sugiya in the Chumash, and you pick another sugiya and you have a word. You don't pick it. It came as a Messira. Every single Gezeira Shava has to be a Messira. I'm going to see Rashi say Mufurish in, in a little bit from here. But where does Ramir know it from? Well, he learns the Gezeira Shava. Reikam, Reikam, from where? Where else does it say? It says it by the grant of an, an, an Evid going free. It also says it by Pigeon Haben. When you have a firstborn son, he's redeemed by the Kohen. How much money is there exchanged? Five. That's where he knows it from. Malahalan, just like over there, by Pigeon Haben, it's Chamei Shlaim. Afkan, so too over here, by the grant to the Evid going free, is Chamei Shlaim. Okay. Well, then who says that the five Shlaim? How do you know it's Shlaim? By Pigeon Haben, it says called. So here. Once you say five slime, you're going to have to say five slime over here. What you're going to ask next, though, is who says it's five slime from Garin, five from uh, Yekev, five from Tzon. Maybe it's five altogether. Why are you multiplying it by three? Altogether. Well, that would be the case if the word Reikam, which is our Gzera Shavu word, at the end. So it told you um, sheep and grain and wine, and then the word reikam, kitika amres, it would be a total of five. Hasha dixiv reikam beresha, but since the reikam word is written before that list of things, you know what it's telling you? That reikam tells you, go back to Pigeon and Ben, that's five. And now here's a list. First on the list, tzon. So it'll be distributive. Five of tzon, and then the next is gorin. Five also of gorin, and the next on the list is yakub. Five also of yakub. Shadi take the reikam, which we know means five, back from Pigeon Ben, at zon, so that's five just of zon, reikam a garen, also applies, another five, and reikam a yekev. Okay. By the way, if we do a search, if we go on the computer and ask, did it say reikam anywhere else in the Chumash? It actually does. When you go to um, uh, do the mitzvah of Re'iyah during the Shalosh Regalim, you're supposed to bring an ola, and an ola is called um, an ola's Re'iyah. And it says, you shall not see the Lord empty-handed. And the word used there is reikam. So the Gemara says, well, then, if you're using the reikam word, v'neilaf reikam reikam mi which is a much lesser expense. The minimum that you have to spend for Nola is less than five sela. Well, no. 
if you're going to have two places that you can learn it from and one is less and one is greater, the greater limit is the one you should pick because Amar Kra, the puzzle says specifically by this slave, Asher Beirach Hashem Kecha. As the Lord hath blessed you, you had a nice uh, financial profit from this, you should give the greater uh, drasha, which would be from the uh, Reikam term by Bechor or by Pigeon Aben. Okay, that is Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda, we now quote, a uh, one-line quote from the Brisa, put a diamond in Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda, Okay, my time is Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Yehuda clearly doesn't have the Gzeir Shav as part of his Masaira of Reikam Reikam, but what he does have, Yalif Nesina Nesina from Eved. Nesina Nesina from Eved, it says here, Titain Lo, thou shalt give it to him. And it says by the Nizke Eved, that nasan nasan malahalan just like over there. How much if the slave gets gored by somebody shormua? Does the shormua don't have to pay thirty afkan? So to over here for the grant, it's shloshim thirty. Okay, there is a nesina turn also though by erichin. So then we ask on Rabbi Yehuda, "Venelat nesina nesina me erichin kolin malahalan just like over there. What's the most expensive of the erichin? Chamishim fifty afkan. Maybe here the grant should be chamishim fifty. So why, if you know, if your Messiah is that you take the Nasan term here by the slave's grant and connect to something, why not connect it to Erechen, where there's also a Nasan term? Well, two reasons. Chada, firstly, if you can chop, then you can chop a lot or even a lot more. Tafas to meru below tafas. If you try to chop too much, you don't really get anything. Tafas to muat. And therefore, if you could learn from the place where it's 30 or the place that it's 50, don't go for the place that's 50. That's, that's grabbing off too much. The oid, and further, conceptually, you want to compare it to something that's similar. We're talking about what the freeing of an evid. What better place to learn that from than the killing of an evid? And evid me evid havilelamelef, as opposed to the random evaluation the Torah gives of people's values, that's a little bit further removed conceptually, and therefore you'll do Evid me Evid and take the lesser amount, the 30 and not the 50. That's Shittas Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shimon, who we had diamond, we quote one line from the price up above, Rabbi Shimon said it actually is 50. Chamishim ke chamishim Asks the Gemara like it did in the previous two Tanoim. My time at Rabbi Shimon. Why does he say 50 is the amount of the grant that the Evid's entitled to? Well, Gamar Nasina Nasina me Erechen. Actually, he has the same Nesina word, but he learns it from Erechen, what it says by Erechen. Malahalan, just like over there, what's the most expensive Erech? 50. Chamishim Afkan. So, too, the grant that you give the Evid if he was going free is Chamishim. Okay. Erechen, there's a lot of different ages and genders there. What's the least of all the Erechen? Three. So, why not Ve'ema Pachoshib Erechen? Who says it should be 50? Maybe it should be three. Well, again. We fall back on what it says in the context of the grant. When you give the grant, you should give the grant, says the Torah, as the Lord hath blessed you, and therefore you should give the higher amount. Asks the Gemara now, this question takes, I would actually mark this a long question, about three and a half lines to develop. And it questions like this. What was the word that Rabbi Shimon is using to connect us? Nasina. And what's the word that Rabbi Yudah is using? Also. also Nasina, the same word. In other words, if you have the Gzereshava, that you have this Nasina word, a Mesaira of Gzereshava didn't necessarily tell you exactly the other word to use. It told you that this is the word and find somewhere else in the Chumash that has that 
word. So now the Gemara asks on Reb Shimon, V'nelif nesina nesina mi'eved. Why don't you learn nesina nesina? If the nasin word is the one you're connecting it, turn it to eved. An eved meaning an eved who is killed who gets 30. Colon, malahalan, and say, over there, eved who's killed by Ashur Muad, is entitled to 30. Afkan, shloishim. And one reason for doing this would be, chada, number one, because if you could go 30, or you could go 50, didn't we just say this like a few lines ago? Tafasta, Merulai, Tafasta? So firstly, Tafasta, Merulai, Tafasta. You should go with the 30 and not the 50. So what do you do in Rav Shimon? Why do you say 50? And further, the Oid, second point, if you're dealing with an Eved and you want to know how much he's entitled to a grant, Eved, me, Eved, have the Melef. Learn how much Eved gets from the grant from how much the Eved gets if he's killed. That's a really good question. That's the end of the question on Rav Shimon. And actually, the Gemara revises its understanding of Rav Shimon. Rav Shimon does not have a Messiah of Zereshav and Nesina Nesina. Rather, it's a different word. Rav Shimon, Micha, Micha, Gamar. It says the word Mach. Rashi says over here, Micha, uh, Micha. It says, Vechiyamuch by an Eved. And if he's poor, he doesn't have the money to pay back. And it also says, By Erechen, Vim, Mach, Hu. So you have that Micha, Micha, Zereshav. By the way, does it say the word Mach? Anywhere by an Eved who's killed, it doesn't. So the Gzeira Shava is one that can only lead you from how much you use the grant for the Eved, the 50 of the Erechen. Rashi is a, it's a fascinating Rashi. Rashi is about, uh, about 15 lines before the end of the Rashi. It's Dibur Masu, Micha, Micha, Damar. So Rashi says like this, we have this all the time in the Gemara, that this Tana learns this Gzeir Shava, this Tana learns another Gzeir Shava, takes a word from the Pasuk that we're dealing with over here, connects it to another word on a totally unrelated topic, and we learn from there. So Rashi explains, Ein Adam dan ma'atzmai. There's no such thing as you pick a word and pick somewhere else, and that's the Gzeir Shava. It came, every town was using it, and there's obvious honesty, they're not making it up. They have it as a Messiah. Their Messiah were pretty good. Now, the Messiahs were different, but they, all the way back from Sinai, which word is there for the Like anything else, would you learn A from B? Kama. The odd hashed up until this point. We had thought Rabbi Huda was learning Nasina Nasina. And Rabbi Shimon was also learning Nesina Nesina. So up till this point, that Nesina, and then we can ask the question. See, that's why we had to answer that Rabbi Shimon loves Zereshav and Nesina Gamar. It's not the Nasan Nasan word. Ella, the Mach word. Ella, the Micha, because it says by Eved, and it says by Erechen, Ve'im Mach, who? And that's the word that they have in similarity, and that's the way Reb Shimon is learning it. Okay. So, end of the day, Reb Meir has a total of 15. It's actually 5 times 3, the uh, Tzon and the Goran Yekev. And then we have Reb Yehuda has 30, and Reb Shimon has 50. So the Gemara asks now, Bishma, the Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir, who had five and then times three, Haino Dixiv, that's why it says, Tzon and Gorin and Yekev, El Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Shimon, what do they do? Why does it have to list off the different three basic items? Haid, Tzon, Gorin, Yekev, Lamali. Well, says the Gemara, this is almost like a, a little bit of a side point. The Iker answer is going to be three lines from the bottom, which says Stricha, but Haimi Baile, the Kedisanya, the following Brisa, goes for about three and a half lines. 
You might think that when you send the slave away, what can you give him? Can you give him the, uh, the convertible Corvette, which almost got burned in the fire? No, you can give him only Tzon, only Gorin, only Yekav. How do you know that that's not true, that you could actually give him lots of other things? Well, Tom Alimar, because the Pasuk, we've quoted this a number of times, it says in the context of the master freeing the Avid Ivri and giving the grand Asher as the Lord hath blessed you. Okay, well, if it's like whatever you can give him, then why did the Pasuk specify Tzayin, Gorin, and Yekev? Well, to tell you that there's certain boundaries of what can be given. They can also be included in bracha. You can have mommy sheep and baby sheep. You can have a very <laughs> blessed crop. You can have very blessed wine. It has to be things that are sheyeshnan bichlal bracha. Shiyatsu to the exclusion of as wonderful as a hundred dollar bill is. If you put it on the shelf and how about if you bury it and come back a year later or a hundred dollar coin, you're going to have two one hundred dollar coins. It doesn't work like that. Ksafim would not be included. You do not give cash money to the Evet. That's according to I underlined Yivrib Shimon. And another Tanner of Lazar Yaakov, who I underlined Aymer Yatsu, something else that would not be given as the uh, windfall grant to the Evet. Predice. I think a parrot is a mule. I don't think mules reproduce. Yeah. So it would come to exclude that. Okay, now we had Rav Shimon, Rebbe Lezer, and Yaakov. Why didn't Rav Shimon include Predois? The Gemara says Rav Shimon, Predois, because you know what? Let's say you have a three-month-old Preda, worth whatever it's worth. Let's say you have a three-year-old Preda. Is that worth a lot more? Yeah, so since they grow and they get bigger, that is considered. Rav Shimon Preda's Meshavchan Begufayu. Their bodies get larger and, and therefore they are in, included in something that would grow as opposed to the $100 bill. Does the $100 bill ever turn into two $100 bills? No, usually when you have a $100 bill, it turns into like a $0 bill because it gets spent. Rabbi Elazar ben Yaakov, uh, he has a different approach on it. Um, if you have a $100 bill and you're also a Yiddish cup, and somebody mentions, hey, you got a great investment. If you invest $100, you can get $200 uh, business. That's what Rabbi Yaakov says. So Rabbi Elazar ben Yaakov, the reason he uh, doesn't exclude money because Ksafim, Avid Bahu Iskar, very good to make uh, business deals and what was once 100 can become easily more than 100 Vitzricha. This is really the main point that we wanted to get to, that why, according to Rabbi Yudin Rabbi Shimon, do you have to say Tzayin Goran V'yekev? Well, let's say it only written Tzayin, Havmini Balechaimin. I might have thought, what do you give the Ev when he goes away? Live animals. You give him sheep, give him cows, maybe even horses. But you can't give him, like, flour or... Uh, coconuts or something like that. Therefore, Kasrachmana Gairin. That's why the Pasuk had to write. No, no, things that also grow from the ground, like uh, that you would be producing in the in the granary. Ve'i Kasrachmana If it had only written Gairin, Havamina Gidulei Karkein, only things that grow from the ground. But Balechayim, no. Don't give him sheep and cows. Therefore, Kasrachmana Tzayim. So you can give him any sort of animals. You can give him any sort of things that grow from the ground. Yekev Lamali. What's with the Yekev term? Well, Yekev is to come to tell you and according to the snake source we just had, Yekev is to come to tell you, Lamar, according to Rabbi Shimon, Lemutek Safim, Yekev, something that would naturally grow and not money, which $100 bill today, put in the closet, is the same $100 bill a year from now, or Lamar, which is Yank and again, any baby uh, parrots from a adult parrot. Period. Tanra Let's do one more Brysa and then we'll call it a day. 
says the Pasuk, we've had it quoted numerous times, Asher Hashem that the Lord hath blessed you. Lord your God hath blessed you. Yachal. So you might think like this. Nisbarach bayis big laloi, that the household is much more blessed, much greater net worth to this household than Manikin Lai gives the particular Evid a nice grant when he goes. They're maybe even like worth the same amount or even less, like there hasn't been much blessing. You might think that that kind of makes sense, goes along with the flow. No. The Pasuk was very clear when it came to the grant and said, Thou shalt surely give the grant, which is Mikol Malkin. That slave, regardless of the financial status of the um, owner, of the master, he gets the grant. Okay, well then, Im Cain, if he gets the grant, no matter what, then what's with the Pasuk? Why do we care if the house was blessed or not? Well, actually we do, because the grant that we're discussing, that's a minimum. Let's say there was fantastic blessing that included in the house. Give him twice as much. Give him ten times as much. He was working very hard in that household. He learns it differently. He says, no. Just like the Pasuk says. If during the time that this Evid was working in the household, there was great blessing, give him a grant. If there were like really tough financial times, he's not entitled to any grant. Well, then, according to Rabbi Elizabeth Nazar, then what's with these double lushing? You shall surely give the grant. Well, we're talking about the Bible. That's just like Bible talk. Thou shalt surely. You ever hear someone say that these days? Thou shalt surely? No, but in the Bible, the double Adam is not darshanable to tell you that you have to do it always, but rather, that's just the way that the Torah speaks. In other words, not darshanable is that double lushing according to Rabbi Elizabeth Nazar. According to Rabbi Elizabeth Nazar, if it's a great financial times, you give him the grant. If it was really tough, you do not. According to the Tanakam, he always gets the grant. Then what's Asher Beirach Hashem Lekecha? If you had even better financial times, give him more. Hadkan.